What is up everybody? We are back to my two cent on love. Episode six, where we talk about relationship improvement as well as individual improvement because we can't get better together if we aren't getting better individually. I'm your host, Antique, as always, and today I have a short and sweet podcast for you about something that blew my mind when I first heard about it. You know, it's always interesting to look when you look back and evaluate old relationships and why they didn't work out. You know, what went wrong what you did wrong and what you might perceive the other person did wrong. It reminds me about a relationship I had when I was 18 years old. I'm working at Lone Star Steakhouse, making anywhere from $100 to $150 a day in tips, depending on my shift. So I'm working there and I have this girlfriend. I got all this extra money on my plate. So I decide it's a great idea to go and buy her some gifts. So I'm getting her random stuff spoiling her taking her out whatever the case is she was always really lukewarm on that though like she wasn't mean about her or anything but she always and she was always thankful about it but it wasn't sweeping her off her feet well eventually that relationship ended and later on i was in another relationship and i started doing something real similar but something funny happened when i first got her something and gave it to her she looked at me and she was like oh i really like this but just so you know my love language is quality time and not receiving gifts So now my mind is blown because I'm like, the hell is a love language? I thought everybody liked getting gifts. And then I thought about it myself. I don't even like getting gifts like that, even though I enjoy giving them. But she sent me a link to a website and I filled it out and it blew my mind again. And it made so much more sense. And it was a test on how you would like to receive love. And there's a quote that goes like this. Knowing your partner's love language is very important. Not listening to them when they tell you how they need to be loved will have them feeling neglected. It doesn't matter how much you think you're loving them. If it's not in their love language, it won't reach them. And that's the point of today's podcast. You may not realize it, but we all give and receive love differently. It's not a one size fits all and expressing love in a way that somebody doesn't want to receive it. Even with good intentions can be the main way that relationships fall apart. So there are five love languages. And what are those five love languages? And more importantly, how is the best way to recognize what love language your partner has? And how do you speak in that language to them? That's what we're about to talk about today. The first love language that we'll discuss is actually my primary love language, physical touch. This for the people who, when you meet them, they greet with hugs. Or people would rather be sitting on the couch, rubbing on your leg or arm than just be across the room talking. It's very much a comfort thing for people with that love language. You can... Recognize somebody's love language being physical touch if they're usually close to you or give you lots of hugs or if you recognize that they're touchy feely. These people feel the most love when they're embraced or touched and this contact can be non-sexual or sexual depending on the situation. So if you feel like your partner is a physical touch type of person, be sure to hold hands with them and prioritize hugs, kisses, cuddling, as well as public displays of affection. Consent is really big with this one. And asking if you can touch them up front is very important as it breaks down that barrier because even the most touchy people may not want to be touched always. The key to this is to pay attention to them and make it a priority to use touch to comfort them even if it's something small like placing a hand over theirs when they're talking or just wrapping an arm around them just because. The next love language we'll be covering is one that I thought everybody liked, receiving gifts. This one isn't as cut and dry as you might think because it's not just about buying and receiving things, but it's about being thoughtful in the gifts. 
It's one thing to give somebody a necklace or a ring, but when you can explain that you chose a stone because it's their late grandmother's birthstone or that you select an anniversary gift based off intel that they gave you throughout the year, that's what matters to people who have this love language. It's not just the item itself, it's the meaning behind it. So if you find that your partner is most happy when you give them gifts, or if they're super upset that you don't give them a small token to commemorate a special event, this might be their love language. The key to loving this type of person is giving meaningful things that reflect on them. Doing things like getting them something just because it's Wednesday, surprising them with something they mentioned needing. To love this type of person doesn't have to be buying something huge and extravagant, but it can be something small and thoughtful that could be the best thing in the world to them. Number three on our love language counter is acts of service. Acts of service is best described as people who value when their partner goes out of their way to make their lives easier. These people love having things taken off their plates for them and knowing that you care by recognizing all they do and helping them out with it. This love language is big for people who believe that actions speak louder than words and who does things without being asked for it. Also, this could be evident in people who show up for friends having a bad day or a person who volunteers to help the people that they care about. So if you find that your partner's love language is acts of service, you can do little chores for them, like bringing them coffee in the morning or drawing them a bath at night to help them wind down, offering a massage or taking them to dinner when there's no special occasion and doing it just because. The key to this one is going out of your way to do something for them that'll make life easier, if even for just a few moments. Number four on our love language list is words of affirmation. This one has to do with people who enjoy receiving love through words. It could be spoken, written, in text, calls, anything. These people want to be reassured through your words that they're cared for and understood. Tell them often that they're appreciated and cared for and that the relationship is important to you. Even going as far as to thank them for doing everything they do and acknowledging their good deeds. A quick letter left on a desk or a counter where they could easily find it is especially a good idea as well. The key to this one. It's to know this type of person will appreciate random acts of affirmation and repeated acts of affirmation. So switch it up and send long emails or text messages out of nowhere with your appreciation, because those things for a person who loves words of affirmation goes a long way. And last but not least in our five love languages is quality time. This is for the people who feel most appreciated when people they care about take the time to be with them and give their undivided attention. Like the name says, they love spending quality time together just being in each other's presence. Now, if you feel like your partner has this love language, make sure that you spend time cuddling with them every morning or making a point to have a date night weekly. Also, turning your phone off when you're around them because the biggest thing about this one is being present in the moment with them and free of distractions. So schedule a date or event and just go out or just go out for a walk around the block undistracted. The key to this one, like I said before, is it has to include undivided and full attention. And it doesn't have to be forever. Just sitting down, watching a movie or having a talk for some time works wonders. And those are the five love languages, how to recognize them and how to properly show love to the people who exhibit those traits. Do keep in mind that most people don't just have one love language, but they might have two or three that they may be strong in. So communication is the key. For instance, I'm big on physical touch and quality time, but gifts and acts of service are very low for me. So if somebody is trying to constantly give me acts of service or to give me gifts, 
that'll be more annoying than just being seen as a loving gesture. Now, how do I know this? I'm glad you asked. Today's homework is to find out what your love language is. There's a website that I find fun to use, and I've shared it with basically everybody that I know. It's called 5lovelanguages.com. That's the number 5, lovelanguages.com. It's a 30-question multiple-choice quiz that evaluates how you like to express and receive love. Keep in mind that even if you've done this before, even with new experiences and situations, some answers might change. So take the test, see what your love language is, get your partner or somebody that you're into to take the test as well, and make it a fun thing. And then see how you guys are compatible, things that you like, and it's just at the very least is a conversation starter. So, like I said, this was a short and sweet one, but I've been your host, Montique, and this has been my two cent on love. So y'all take care. And remember, sometimes you can love people in a language that they cannot understand. So learn their love language so that you can both be heard. Peace.